0: Welcome to music. You've just stumbled on Is This Music? A podcast where each episode I, Justin Spenner, your host, talk to an experimental musician, artist, creator, person... Yes, and try to make sense of why we're talking to each other. Together, we figure out what drives them to experiment and create, uh, make some suggestions for why you should probably do it too, and uh, what music got their ears weird around the, along the way. If you like what you hear, if you have suggestions, or you want to have a conversation with me, send me an email at isthismusicpod at gmail.com and follow me on Instagram at I Can't Believe It's Not Music. All links and music timestamps are down in the description. So that uh, piece you heard at the beginning was Sphere by this episode's guest, Emily Coe, And once again, I am your host, Justin Spenner. Uh, Very happy to be releasing another episode in a much quicker fashion than, uh, than what happened between season one and season two. Had a couple productions, blah, blah, blah. I'm working. Isn't that neat? Um... But I'm hoping, I have some some interviews on the pipeline, you know, that are kind of edited and everything. So I'm hoping hoping we'll get some traction going, going forward. As I said, my, my guest on this episode is composer and bassist, Emily Co. You can catch up on her stuff on her website, net. It's K-O-H, that's how you spell the last name. E-M-I-L-Y, that's how you spell her first name. Emily Co. .net. That's how you spell that. And that's also in the description. All that stuff is in the description. The fact that we cover so much ground in our conversation is a, is a testament to how engaging Emily and her music is. We met at like 8 a.m. or something, and that in Minnesota February, which is when we recorded this thing. It's pretty goddamn early. One theme that seems to come up quite a bit is color, which she is definitely exploding with. But it's also interesting because the other thing that keeps coming up is being seen or not being seen, which is pretty interesting. Well, Emily claims that uh, that she's still searching for her Freddie Mercury energy, which we talk about. But you know, we've we've now talked pretty in depth for an hour. Follow her on the on the Instagrams. Um, it seems to me like uh, like she's strutting her stuff left and right. Keep on crushing it, Emily. I'm a fan. Enjoy my chat with Emily Cole. Yeah, I really liked your stuff and um, your stuff, your work, <laughs> your art, your stuff. Um, stuff is fine. Stuff is fine. Uh, and yeah, yeah, I just, I just really liked it. So I'm, I'm really glad that we're, that we're here meeting, meeting each other.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I'm really excited. I, I've never met you in person. So, you know, this, this meeting online over Zoom thing. It's kind of the norm these days. Yes. So I'm very glad that it's bringing us together, even though, you know, we wouldn't really have bumped into one another on the streets or at concerts or anything like that. So that's awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. It makes it makes the world smaller. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so you know, I uh, guess it's time to introduce the episode. This episode I have Emily Ko on, and uh, this is, as you could tell, the first time we're meeting each other, and um, it's gonna be fun to see where this conversation goes. Um, but to to kick it off, uh, you know, this is a podcast about you know finding definitions and entry points into experimental music and new music and anything that's sonically weird. Um, so do you mind just, you know, telling us a little bit about uh, what makes you experimental? How do you fit into this whole niche genre?
1: Um, well, I, I don't know how to describe myself generally, but I, I like to explore things that people um, tend to not notice. So I, I I gravitate towards things that people kind of forget. And I, I think because of that, you know, there's an experimental quality to that because it's usually something that no one wants to explore or cares to explore. Um, therefore, opening new paths for myself and for the audiences who listen to my work uh, to discover something different. So that might be how, you know, I start with being experimental. And obviously, uh, once that, you know, influence process starts, it's just trying to find new sounds, trying to find different things and piecing it together in an interesting and, I would say, different way. Uh, One of the ways I start to think about things and my art is uh, just doing weird stuff and see where that goes and not having any boundaries or anything like that. So.
0: Well, I think even just like the the artwork behind you, you know, is a good example of that, you know, um so much color and like seemingly random little brush strokes and you know, but there's a, yeah, but there's also a little bit of uh not repetition, but there's 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 definite threads that go out go throughout, you know, your each piece um mm-hmm. that you can latch on and um and so sometimes a lot of times, maybe even, uh, you know, this in this style, it's very, very hard to find a thread. But with your music, I I, I picked it up pretty instinctually. Um, You know, even in some of the, uh, you know, kind of longer, uh, you know, longer, you know, 15 minute, you know, kind of pieces. Mm -hmm. um, Yeah, I I just I I found myself able to, like I said, just just from the get go, go, okay, like this This is where we're at. You know, I don't know where this is going, but mm-hmm. I know where I'm at. Um, so is that something that you're aware of in your, in your process or is that some, uh, just a result of it?
1: Well, in my process, I tend to like, um, well, the, the journey is important. So having some sort of a path to me is important. Um, however, I don't always stick to the same path or stick to the path that I thought the piece was going to go. Uh, when when I first started because you know a draft is a draft and when the piece needs to take a detour or something the piece needs to take a detour Um, so you know knowing where you are in a piece is not always uh, something that I really think of as uh, important when I compose however I think it's important to take someone on a journey or on a process of discovery in my pieces and I think that to me is important. So I think they're all somewhat related to one another. Uh, It's not always A equals to B, but you know, A is often part of being B. So that's kind of what I go for in many of my pieces. And one of the things I think um, I would like my piece to be, or or most of my pieces to be, are, are works that people want to listen to again, because there is some sort of a, I guess, mystery or question that is unresolved, usually at the end of the first hearing that I would like them to be like, Oh, you know, what, what is this? And then listen to the piece again and have some sort of a discovery or, um, I guess, understanding that is slightly different.
0: Yeah. I uh, that, that uh, this interesting concept, you know, to me, it's, it's, uh, you know, I. I don't know I, I I think you know as a listener myself I'm I'm evolving a bit to you know revisit things uh you know the books any kind of media you know, books movies music I I've never really been somebody that has um except for just a few things you know um that has like gone oh you yeah, know I'm going to read this book for the fifth time you know mm-hmm. it's it's uh Something where it's like I've I've ingested it, uh, I've processed it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna move on. I'm, I'm starting to evolve from that though, and seeing the benefits. You know, because um, I think in my in, in my mind, it was like re-experiencing something was equivalent to like oh, it, being comfortable with it. You know, mm-hmm. like I understand this. I'm comfortable, um, so I'm gonna return to it. It's just gonna be a nice little cozy blanket. You know, and uh, and yeah, with art that. Is it necessarily like where my mind goes first, like if I'm just going to decide what I'm going to do? Um, but that idea of oh, you know, I have a question. <laughs> you know, where can I find the answer? Oh, actually, if I go back to the source material, if I go back, mm-hmm. you know, and listen to the thing again, you know, maybe maybe there's something there I missed. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm sorry, I'm starting to do that. You know, and experimental music is a huge, huge, you know, part of that. Um, yeah, it's it, so what are do, do you have kind of, uh, you know, questions that you um, that you strive to ask? You know, you mentioned, you know, thinking of of the disc of the discarded, the forgotten, you know, the small mm-hmm. detail that's maybe hidden. Um, is that kind of where your questions lie?
1: Well, for me, uh, I think my question lies a lot with like my personal discovery i know it's very uh kind of selfish to not really like think too much about the audience when i'm creating um but you know there's so much to think about and if i try to consider everything i wouldn't ever get to start so for me it's a very personal thing and for me it's also just like looking at something and trying to figure out like you know what what are you and Why are you here? What's your function in this world? Um, And like I said before, I'm thinking about all these things from a very uh, strange viewpoint of things that people don't care about, things that people take for granted or forget. And therefore they might maybe really just somewhat insignificant, tiny amounts, tiny little things. And I just want to find some sort of meaning for them, for me. uh, And I think it's just personal and self-discovery through that process.
0: Uh, now, you know. Now, this might be uh, you know a deep question and everything, but where, yeah, where's that inter- where's that intersection? If you're if you're writing music, you know, from about your own journey, your own discovery of yourself, and the primary thing you're interested in in your composition is things that are forgotten, things that are, mm-hmm. you know, is is that a direct correlation? Is that is that part of your your questions about yourself?
1: Yeah. Well, I think in, in some ways, yes. Um, you know, we haven't talked about like my my background or anything. Uh, but my being a musician is kind of, you know, not looked upon by my family as the greatest thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I still get questions of like, oh, when are you gonna get like a real job? Like, you know, maybe you should go back to school for something else. And That is a really strange thing just to think of musicians as just, you know, not members of society that contribute Mm. fairly and equally. And so, yeah. Yeah. So in, in some way I feel like I'm forgotten. Mm. Like Mm. I'm, 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 you know, the forgotten person in my family in sometimes society uh, as an artist, as a creator and, Maybe that is why I tend to look at things that people don't take uh, seriously or, you know, value as interesting objects that I start uh, finding value in. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I didn't mean to get this personal at the very beginning, but like, (laughs) I guess we got there.
0: Yeah, you know, like I said, it's all rabbit holes. And sometimes it's like... Well, oh, found the hole. You know, that's you know, that's good um, that no, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate, you know, just kind of openly talking about that. You know, it's it's um, yeah. And, and, and I think that's a very uh, relatable sensation right now, especially to artists. You know, I mean, it's it's these past two years. It's this weird, weird thing where it's like some incredible art. Incredible, incredible art has been has been created. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's still just, in, you know, there's still in general, I mean, this this, like, really harsh uh, contradiction between people being like, oh, well, you know, like, I, I've watched, I, you know, it's not a new thought, but, like, I watch Netflix every night, you know, mm-hmm. I'm binging this show, and is, have you seen this show? It's great, it's great, it's great, you know, it's art, it's art. Mm-hmm. Full stop. Right. You know. Yeah, and, and someone had to create it. Somebody had to create it. It, it. Dozens of people had to create it. You know, and they're all artists from the. Mm-hmm. In, in my book, I think from the accountant to the actor. You know, yes. like every if you're working in the arts, you're an artist. In my mind, mm-hmm. um, and so, but, but. Yeah, you know, and so people are consuming, 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 and then looking and going, Well, you know, here's these artists, like why why do they need these these emergency funds? Why do they you know, and everything that's they should just get a job. It's like, Well, we have a job. Mm-hmm. You know, right. and the job was to keep you sane for the last two years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know,
1: absolutely that
0: turns out. Um Yeah, so that that feeling of being forgotten, I, I definitely um I definitely feel that you know, I don't have I don't have the experience of uh, family, you know, my family, luckily has been been insanely supportive Uh, shout out to my mom, because she listens to these. Uh, Um, But uh, you know, but but I definitely feel that from society sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, so maybe maybe that's maybe that's why I kind of latched on to your stuff. Because that's it did feel felt a bit familiar. Um, And not in a way like, Oh, I've heard this before. But it felt,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. you know, familiar internally you know mm-hmm. um you know now, now i want to also ask you it seems that that a lot of your um a lot of your work kind of utilizes uh, small ensembles a lot of chamber you know small mm-hmm. ensemble kind of stuff um where i think you know there's 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 been a there's always you know in new music you know a lot of like solo you know emphasis on solo work um it mm-hmm. just kind of seems like a lot of output that way um you know yeah so where I just meeting you. You seem like a very collaborative person. It seemed like somebody yes. that like wants voices in the room.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: is that is is that accurate? Is that like kind of where where that ensemble
1: work comes from? Absolutely. So um, I'm very hermity, <laughs> but when it comes to music, I I really just want to meet people and talk to people about their interests and you know, what they might want uh, musically. So for me, creating is very collaborative because I want other voices in the room and I also want um, other voices to be heard. So when I'm writing a piece, if I write a piece with, you know, for a larger ensemble, it's difficult to get The voices of so many people projected uh, fairly and equally, Um, so I tend to gravitate towards smaller ensembles, solos, duos, where I can work individually with each performer and actually just really tailor uh, the piece to their maximum capabilities and also just push them out of what they think their capabilities are, um, because that sort of thing is so important to me, just to continue prodding and poking and making sure that, you know, the space that you think uh, you exist in is fully taken up and maybe pushed beyond that. Mm -hmm. So that's one, well, I guess that's another way I think of myself as being experimental. It's always trying to push the boundaries of everything well, even, you know, social relationships and, yeah. you know, stuff like that, so. Yeah, oh, I, I, I like that. Yeah, it,
0: well, and collaboration, <clears throat> you know, the idea of the term, you know, such a buzzword, <laughs> you know, how many times I've had to write collaboration in a grant, you know, and mm-hmm. and everything, right? Where it's like, well, is this, is this actually a collaboration? Um, but it is, it is a buzzword, but just what you said, you know, that the, it's a little bit, in there that like it's it's getting you know getting people to to push each other past that boundary you know of of what their what their what their interpretation is what their idea is you know Mm -hmm. that that i think is is really um an an important essential aspect of of collaboration Mm -hmm. um and it sounds like uh like you kind of have that in mind, you know, just going into the medium of of, of chamber, you know, and small ensemble that, like, mm-hmm. well, here's a reason for this instead of just like, well, a saxophone and a clarinet sound nice, you know, together. Let's try that out, you know.
1: Right. I mean, um, there's also that, right? Right. Of course. When you of have course. to pick two instruments. You actually have to find the instruments you really want to dig into mm-hmm. um, because you can't have it all. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Right um you made me think <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome Hooray! <laughs> right. um yeah It's so yeah so with it there's just so much there's so much vibrancy in, in um on well, your music and how you are how you talking now how you're explaining things now and um and your web presence we'll talk web presence um <laughs> yeah which which i appreciate like it's it's uh There's a there's a kind of a joke, um, and this might be like a wider joke than I know about, but there's kind of a joke like in like kind of with like the 113, you know, crowd here in Minneapolis in the Twin Cities uh, um, of uh, new music black. Like whenever there's a concert, it's like, well, what should we wear? New music black, which is not concert black. It's new music black. It's moody. Mm it's uh depressing it's <laughs> like <Aww. laughs> rigid, right exactly and they're breaking away from that like when they're mm-hmm. you think they're they're consciously now they're like well let's 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 flip that let's flip that on, on its head a little bit um you know but that was always that was always the joke you know um but you know i i just it's i when i kind of clicked through you know all the names that were taken the post and then you know i followed links and it was like oh let's check out everybody's website I got to your website and it was just so colorful and happy (laughs) and inviting i was like and i had to check myself for a second because i was like well you know i was like well what what's what's this music gonna be I was like what they got this through you know i got here through 113 like it's gonna be weird like it's gonna be Mm -hmm. you know because there's just that gut reaction of that marketing you know that you need to be like i said like experimental dark shades black and white you know gray and everything um so where yeah i, I where, where'd you where you kind of stumble on you know expressing yourself that way you know or marketing mm-hmm. yourself that way i guess
1: right so well i mean it starts with my favorite color being pink mm-hmm. and like super hot neon kind of bright pink um and it's always been that way so i decided to why not you know make it a pink bright pink happy website because that's my favorite color and that's who I am. Um, you, you talked about the painting behind me and that's actually one of mine. And you can tell then that, you know, this is the kind of person I am. And if you look at my living room and everything, it's just like the brightest colors ever all's yeah. smashed together because it just bright and happy and light makes me, makes me feel comfortable. And there's no reason to change myself into a new music black. Um, mm-hmm because that's what the the new music community kind of expects and for years now you know i've been just playing up this pink thing like i have a pink cv and when i first got my job they were like you're the first pink cv i've ever seen and it you know really helped Mm -hmm. you know you know put you apart from all the other people with times new roman 12 Uh, so exactly and and when i heard that i was like yeah like why why wouldn't people you know express themselves uh in the way that they see themselves Mm -hmm. and and not just fit into whatever box that society expects you to be because we are all creative people and as creative people we're here to express ourselves and I think because of that like there's no need to hold back like the people who will be like this is cool we'll still be the same people and the people who are going to judge you because you're not new music black uh, are not the people who are going to like you if you fit into new music black anyway yeah. so i think you know self-expression is so important and is is i think why we are creators and artists we want yeah. to be us and just be be whatever and whoever we want to be
0: yeah in- anyway <clears throat> and you know, and it's, it's, uh, it keeps everything insular too, when, when, if you, if you don't allow for that, you know, I, that new music and everything, you know, an experiment, experimentation in any art form, like is a response to, you know, needing to, needing to carry something forward, right? You need to expand, <laughs> you need to, um, yeah, you, you just, you need to get, get things uh, broken out of its shell, right? <laughs> and like, you know, you look at you know, I, you know, my background's in opera and everything, and 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 so I mean, like super classic elite, like there's like the rules and everything like that. You know, and and I love experimental music because it makes me feel like being in a band, but at the same time, like there's the same rules, just smaller space, basically. <laughs> you know and that, and it's that keeps people out a of this art form that is like specifically looking to describe and capture how, what people are doing and feeling now, you right. know, like this is current, this is, you know, like the composer, the composer, of the piece you're listening to is the same age as you, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. they've probably had similar experiences, you know? Um, yeah, but then you show up and it's like what like everybody's dressed the exact same like nobody wants to talk to me you know everybody's like really getting it like everybody's Mm -hmm. intellectual um where's the space yeah and a pink cv might be uh create more space (laughs) you know than we all give it credit for sometimes you know it's just like like you said like somebody's just gonna go i like the color pink like yeah i feel good here <laughs> you know. right
1: part of it is also creating a space um that you are comfortable in and hoping mm-hmm. that the other pink people in the world would be like that's me you know let's go talk to this person um yeah yeah yeah, yeah
0: exactly yeah it's um yeah it's always a loaded you know a, lo- a loaded uh you know conversation go on for hours about you know, access, and you know, how do we? Oh, the the newest, the newest art is always the most important art in my in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, not to put a hierarchy on it, but I mean, but it's it's the stuff that is the hardest to to digest. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like I said, I think it also is most accurate to where any one individual is in their lives. You mm-hmm. know. You just have to find the right piece,
1: right, right. composer,
0: right performer, whatever. Now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, you know. So, uh, <laughs> so speaking of right, right composer, right piece, right, right performer, let's mm-hmm. talk a little bit about um, about your music journey. Like, what got you here? You know, mm-hmm. basically. So. um... <clears throat> Yeah. So let's, let's, let's take it as far back as, as, as you want it. <laughs> um, you know, where, where, where's, where's your kind of like trigger memory of like f- discovering music, discovering music for you?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, um, I think we need to take it a little bit further back than that. Um, so when I was six or something, I was dragged to music lessons because it's a thing that Asian parents do. <laughs> and I've always hated it. Um, like I was playing piano and was forced to sit at the piano and practice. And um, the goals for practice was to play exactly what your teacher said to play. Uh whatever exactly was printed on the score. And that was not my thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Like my happiest times playing anything was when I deviated from uh the page and Oddly enough Because no one knew That I deviated From the page As the only person Who reads music In the house um, It was fine And everyone loved that Um, When I got to high school Though I decided That I wanted To do something different And I Heard The Chinese orchestra And was like That is what I want to do That is so cool Not heard it before I was completely Enthralled In uh, the performance And there and then decided that 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 is what I wanted to do. I wanted to play in a Chinese orchestra. So, you know, I was accepted and when they decided to put people into instruments, they were like, oh, you play piano, you can read bass clef. And I was like, yes, I could. (laughs) And they were like, okay, that means you're going to play bass. And I was like, wait, wait, what? Like bass, like a Western instrument in a Chinese orchestra, like why? Um, And they were like, well, you can read bass clef, so, you know, you can play bass. And I was like, well, I I guess, and I thought that was a really—it's uh, a good thing that I didn't really resist any further than that, um, because eventually, as a bassist, I got gigs—you know, playing in Western orchestra and jazz and everything that um, you know I wouldn't have never thought of. And that was the beginnings of my musical journey—is just being a bassist and dabbling in whatever comes my way. Mm-hmm. And a few years after that, I was looking at bass things and I was like, there's not enough music for me to play here. I really wanted to play the Elgar Cello Concerto. And I was like, well, it's a a cello concerto. You know, it doesn't fit completely. So I had to transcribe it. And I think transcription and arranging that came after that was the beginnings of uh, composing, the beginnings of tweaking something else to fit my means, and then the beginnings of just starting from scratch and making things my own because I can. Um, so it kind of really only took me till uh, when I started my master's degree that I started to see myself as, uh, you know, a full-time professional creative person mm-hmm. uh, rather than someone who's just dabbling and trying to figure their way through because. Uh, For the longest time, it was that like I said, you know, there was not really much support from my family when they heard that I wanted to be a musician. And they were like, wait, really? Like, what about being a doctor instead? Um, Because that was what I said when I was five. Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I was like, I want to be a doctor. Um, And that just kind of stuck because, you know, you're expected to either be a doctor, a business person, a lawyer, it's an Asian family thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, do you have your doctorate? I do. There you go. You well wrong. it's not
1: considered real, so <laughs>
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> um Yeah. I mean, don't worry, I have a doctor of music. No.
1: That's, that's the meme.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's the meme. Yeah. Um Yeah, well yeah, I, I that's yeah, that that's I, I love that idea. It's you know finding finding that license to create something for yourself, something off the page, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and just kind of having that, kind of having that that calling from from you know such an early point and being able to kind of remember it, mm-hmm. you know, is 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 really is is really neat. And you know, and well, and I, I think you know strings strings lend themselves to you know, kind of expanding the mind, you know, sonically and everything too, because, you know, the piano, like you're staring at 12 tones all the time, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's just visually kinesthetically keeping you in a box. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, piano players, but. You know. <laughs> well, there um, are only 12 pitches. so There's only 12 <laughs> pitches. Don't you know that? Um, yeah, so that's, yeah, that that's, that's, that's pretty, pretty fast. so, so how, so did, did, did playing in the Chinese orchestra kind of like last through, you know, through high school? And then did you keep on, keep on doing that? You had the opportunity, like once you got into college and everything too?
1: Yeah, uh, basically played in Chinese orchestra through college because you know, it was there and I loved it. Uh, But when I moved to the U.S. for my master's degree, obviously there weren't uh, many Chinese orchestras around and not in Baltimore that I know of. Um, So I stopped playing Chinese orchestral music there and then um, and haven't really played since. But I watched a lot of YouTube videos Uh and reminisce, uh, you know, just I think back on the days where I was like playing just tonic dominant bass lines and listening to all these other interesting sounds uh, and melodies around me. And, and I I love that. And in a heartbeat, I would go back to that part of my life any day, even though it seems so far away now. And I seem to have done so much since then. It's just a really awesome part of my life where I really didn't need to think in, about anything other than just like play music all the time. And every single piece is a new discovery because everything was new to me.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's 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 see So is there anything um yeah yeah is is there anything that you've created that kind of, you know, calls back to that? Um
1: mm. Yeah, um I've written a few pieces for Chinese ensembles or Chinese instruments, uh not so much orchestra. Um again, you know, we talked about like large ensembles not really being my vibe. Mm-hmm. Um So I've written for, like, a Sinfonietta version of a Chinese orchestra. Um, That piece is called Resonance, and it kind of thinks about the inflections of a dialect that my family speaks called Teochew. So, you know, it's very windy and um, yeah, just plays around with the inflections that you hear as if you were listening to this dialect and not understanding anything.
0: you on the spot but, but is there is there anything you you can because i'd like to put a, a you know a little clip of this you know in, in, mm-hmm. in everything if it's, if it's if it's available um yeah uh is is there anything yeah i mean would you mind like saying like even just like an introduction of yourself or something like that you know um kind of compare and contrast
1: mm. what we're hearing um i i mean i i guess like like oh, i said you right, know yeah Sorry, go ahead. I
0: saw, oh, that, that's that's all right if 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 not, but you know, putting you on the spot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a different part of me from like the saxophone pieces that you hear.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Um, those are more playing with you know smaller than twelve keys pitches, and it happens. It happens in resonate as well, um, but in a very different kind of way, in a very more melodic. Um, and also just like less, I, I wouldn't say less significant, uh, but definitely just more like inflection based rather than being the true pitch that you might want to harmonize or, you know, make a center of the piece. Mm. I know it's kind of roundabouty. <laughs> uh, no,
0: that's all right. Uh, do you mind saying something in in, the, in that dialect? To, oh yeah
1: sure yeah. uh what do you want me to say
0: oh uh, no no just just like uh introduce yourself or something you
1: know just so we can kind uh-huh. of hear it. yeah cool uh was emily ko uh Teo Chu uh yeah i just said like my name is emily ko and i am yeah so you can hear that there's a lot of yeah inflections um and it's different from chinese because there are way more pitch inflections in the language Mm. Uh, sorry, Mandarin, not Chinese. Chinese is the, the the language. Mandarin is what people think of as like spoken Chinese, mm. um, but this is a dialect of that. So there's slight different, slight differences. Um, but there's in one of the differences is that it has way more pitch inflections in the spoken dialect than in spoken Mandarin.
0: Cool, cool. All right, so we got kind of the. The intro, like you know, the thing that 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 grabbed you for uh, being a musician, being a composer,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know that that experience. What what are some other um, yeah? What what are some, what are some other influences that you picked up you know along the way? What uh, what what got you? Uh, the way I like to phrase it is, is, what got you through high school? You know.
1: <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, music did, like, literally did nothing. Then practice, go to orchestra rehearsals, go to lessons, go to practice sessions. We had that. Um, and and just having a ball at the time. And that was seven days a week.
0: Yeah. So like very... Saturday
1: and Sundays were rehearsal days full. Mm. Uh, and it was awesome. Yeah. I guess that and then food. Like I remember... Uh, going out with my orchestra friends, just having lots of boba. Like boba was <laughs> huge. <laughs> a thing that we drank probably too much of. Um, you know, it was it was huge, and th- that kind of were the things that got me through high school. Um, I I wasn't the greatest academic performer in, in at school because I didn't really spend a lot of time studying, because I mostly spent my time doing music stuff so studying the thing you wanted to <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. so yeah. all
0: right so so very you know growing up and everything very you know like you know quote classical music it, mm-hmm. like was what's the thing you know for, yeah. for you yeah 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 um, it was yeah and did that kind of continue like it, it, is there any it, it was, is there any point you know, because it makes it makes sense to me, you know, it makes sense that like, you found, you know, Chinese orchestra, and, you know, and that kind of shapes the sound again, outside of this 12 tones, and outside of this, you know, European form and everything, mm-hmm. um, which, when you have both both experiences in your life, that's always going to, you know, cause some kind of, you know, they're going to combine and they're going to separate Mm-hmm. in really cool and weird ways you know yeah and then you're experimenting so that makes sense to me um <laughs> you know so going yeah going through you know thinking of you know college you know just life after you know after that point um yeah where where were some other music influences uh that came in
1: mm-hmm. um so One thing I remember very clearly was listening to uh, Freddie Mercury for the first time. And uh why does his character stand out so much just from listening uh to pieces like listening to an album listening to a song like that that really i've not heard from any other performer ever and i was like oh my goodness i need to dig into uh freddie mercury i need to dig into queen and all the stuff that he did um and and that was really a moment for me because i i didn't really listen to uh rock or anything like that growing up mm-hmm. it was always just top 10 pop hits at home yeah. then in school it was like orchestra and like learning about music so we get the western canon um so so you know never heard freddie mercury until later in life uh, and that was groundbreaking for me just to learn about this person uh, and all the things that he's done musically and 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 you know, the way he views himself as like a character and everything. So that was an, another you know moment mm-hmm. uh, where I started learning about crafting a you know a person, a persona, a creator.
0: Yeah. I like that. F- Freddie Mercury was big for me too. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I just huge the Wembley. I got. I don't remember yeah. how I got my hands on the Wembley, the DVD of the Wembley performances. Mm-hmm. Uh, just oh yeah, ordinary. and like watching is
1: so much different too.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. It's 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 just pure art. And like I it was is like so you know my bands and like high school and stuff is in like some like screamo bands and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, um. I and so if I, I I took I had a uh, hat, the top half of the mic stand with the microphone on it. It was my it called it my Freddie my Freddie Mercury stick, and uh, so <laughs> I kind of had it taped there. And so I had my half the mic stand, and I felt always felt like Freddie Mercury is like the most confident I would I remember feeling like as a teenager. Mm-hmm. You know, was when I was Freddie Mercury. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it just. Yeah. And 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 I don't think that's changed. I think I still, you know, try to strut around stage a little bit like Freddie, you know, like and everything. So Mm -hmm. um, right, yeah,
1: yeah. I I think of all the, uh, you know, his iconic costumes, and I was like, Mm -hmm. it's it's so different, and like I want to be brave enough to one day be him, and. maybe one day be him in front of more than just 30 people
0: <laughs> hey right hey you can only you could all only hope right, <laughs> right. <laughs> No, i mean you've obviously you've you've you know i mean do you feel like you've, you that you've gotten that that experience in your life
1: mm, maybe not yet maybe maybe still getting there like i said like i'm super hermity um so you but know when i'm you. out with right right yeah, I'd rather let my music be out there than me, you know, be out there. Um so I don't I don't know if I, you know, have the balls to just be on stage like that. just it's, <laughs> yeah. it's not really my thing. Or at least I haven't really tried it yet.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, like it's it's like you know, if 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 you're if your music the stuff that you're writing is that part of you, you know. Mm-hmm. And like Maybe your music's had that moment. I don't know. Maybe. 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 I mean, we, we all got to so. give ourselves a little bit more grace about like what, you know, it's like, yeah, I think maybe I got closer to the thing I wanted to do than I, <laughs> than yeah. giving myself credit for. But, you know, whatever. I just think you're cool. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, great. Yeah. It, yeah. Discovering Freddie Mercury as an adult would be a cool, yeah. that's a cool thing. Like, I mean feel like you can like ingest so much of the more of that persona mm-hmm. and that product yeah. you know um yeah well uh keep you know let's keep on going any, any other any other things that pop in your mind of you know
1: uh, i mean not musical stuff but um discovering visual art hmm. um and doing it on on you know on your own uh learning about it i think that that was a huge time to just draw connections between music and other arts it's never really well I've never learned or studied art growing up so this was a new experience when I took an art class as a doctoral student because I wanted to Um, and it was very freeing because it has the same you know you know all the same restrictions as music does yeah. in in a different medium. And uh, what artists did, you know, in and around the same time as musicians did, were all more or less stemmed from the same uh, goals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, discovering that you could express yourself in more than one way, um, because that's what society tells you to be your musician, full stop. Like, you know, I started to be a little bit more than that, like explored... Mm-hmm visual art um took some dance lessons (laughs) just (laughs) to see you know what what stuck um and all these i did as as i guess like an adult you know fully formed 30 something (laughs) right right and and so how did that
0: yeah can can you can you kind of point at like like things in your music that, that um reacted to that
1: Um, I wouldn't say, you know, directly, but I was more interested in working with um, non-musical collaborators. Mm. So it it started opening my, I guess, interest and pool of collaborators to people who are not just musicians, like they could be visual artists, filmmakers, um, dancers, anything. Like I could see some way that we could collaborate. And that was really uh, freeing. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, previously I was just like really wanting to work with all sorts of awesome musicians. And now my pool of collaborators just like expanded exponentially because I was no longer looking for uh, a very, you know, definite type of person.
0: Yeah. 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 I, I, I like, I, like, uh, work i try to work in the same way you know it, it's uh you know as, as a vocalist it gets it's a kind of came kind to of a realization that you know if i if i were presenting a recital of you know well just a recital right um and i had these well it, like a big thing like you know is i always try to interpret the the winterize you know as mm. a um as kind of a, a basically a description of mental health you know mm-hmm. you know it just i don't really subscribe to like the, the relationship narrative, you know, mm-hmm. um, people were d- depressed then too, <laughs> you yeah. know? So, you know, so that's, that's always what, what my, my lens, but like, if I do that as a recital, the most I can do, the most successful I can do, I can do everything perfect, but the closest I can get is to imply it for the audience, mm-hmm. you know, Right. and that's it. That's it. And maybe a couple people would be like, Ooh, you know, I saw something different, but we're so tethered to that narrative, you know, and everything. Mm-hmm. But if I get a visual artist, if I get a dancer, if I get, you know, a uh, filmmaker, you know, involved in everything, um, yeah. you know, like my instrument, you know, is 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 part of that, too. And my, my music is part of that, too. But um, but now I can. Yeah. If you get those people in, then you have the, the opportunity to like take the audience member and go, no, look here, this is what mm-hmm. I'm seeing, you know. Like, let's live here together for a little bit and, yeah. and, and see what what happens.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love that because, you know, different collaborators bring in different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Usually things I would have never imagined. Um, and that discovery is always so cool. It's like, how, where does this come from? Like, how did you come up with this thing? It's, so, yeah. it's awesome. So, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah it's it's, yeah. it's it's fascinating stuff and um and i've always you know it, it's weird thing. i don't know if you you have a you know i wonder if you if you relate to this like i for s- such a long time i assumed that i couldn't do that
1: mm-hmm. you know right exactly like we assumed that we needed to stay siloed in our little box uh-huh. because that's kind of what's expected
0: yeah multi yeah, yeah. it was, was like multidisciplinary is is for visual artists it's for movers you know Mm um but then like you know you'll be like sorry i I think it was just kind of like looking at you know like um i always love reading like who won the creative crap (laughs) capital i bet
1: there's a a joke
0: somewhere for that you know (laughs) yeah oh you said it no uh creative capital it's not Mm -hmm. a capital it's a great program a great grant um yeah but you know or things like that or there's like the next step fund here you know mcknight like those things like you know Um, because those really, I mean, predominantly go to people that are, that are focusing, you know, outside of their immediate realm, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know, um, and just really, and it's like, well, yeah, duh. Like, okay. This, this multi-discipline artist is a visual artist and a musician that makes perfect Mm -hmm. sense, you know, um, why can't it be a musician and a dancer?
1: you know, like, it's like,
0: why can't you musician can also go first in that? Like, it's just arbitrary at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, fascinating to me. So, all right. So, all right. We got, we got the music influences. We got, you know, art and other mediums entered your life recently. Mm -hmm. Um, anything, anything that you're listening to now that's, uh, um, you know that you think is cool. no, no.
1: Yeah, now I'm listening to a lot of K-pop.
0: Oh sweet, yeah,
1: yeah. I I know it's not like uh you know everyone that says like K-pop. I feel so. It's I good pop. Know. K-pop yeah, is yeah. like I
0: yeah. It's uh I th- I, th- I think we're getting some you know American pop artists that are are uh, um you know pushing pushing things a little bit more and everything. But like yeah, I, I, it's. I think American pop is, has been like the bottom <laughs> of the barrel. <laughs> I think, you know, for me, it's just, it's always like, so bubblegum. It was like 90s and then, you know, it was fantastic, you know, and then it just started becoming a caricature of itself for, mm-hmm. you know, 20 years or whatever. whatever. Um, yeah. Now we're hitting a sweet spot again, but like, oh man, like, yeah, maybe like 10 years ago. I don't know like anything about K-pop. I just know that I really like it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of me too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's just good, catchy, you know, there's a bit of complexity in there too. You know. Yeah. It's it's cool. So so you got do you, do you have a top track?
1: I I mean I I don't, I just let the playlist run itself <laughs> when I'm driving. It's really awesome driving music. Uh,
0: so Well I'm gonna throw some K pop in there and find something yeah. <laughs> something for us all to pop too. 지금 나를 잡아 아님 나를
1: 더 savage Give me give me now give me give me now 이제 내가 너를 잡아 now I'm a savage Gimme gimme now gimme give gimme give now 너의 말이 보여 미약 네좀 알고 rather Gimme give gimme give
0: now gimme gimme now My eyes sink 방해 말고 꺼져
1: savage um, Everybody look at me 익숙하잖니
0: So, uh, yeah. So I think we're, you know, I know you got to, you got to teach and everything. So mm-hmm. let's, let's wrap this up in the, uh, um, um, the way I always do. Do you have a new music icon impression?
1: Uh, I'd like to shout out the composer Shu Kim. I think he writes a lot of really awesome lush music that I personally could never ever write, and uh, it's just so special to hear some of his stuff, you know, being performed all over the place. And one day I hope to be in the audience. So Taekshoo Kim, go look up this person. He's awesome.
0: Fantastic, fantastic. Maybe I'll even uh, put uh, put that as the uh, as, as the closing music. People, oh yeah, totally. listen to. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thank you, thank you for talking with me. Um, you know, taking the time. This this was this was fantastic. This is the earliest conversation I've had in a very long time, and <laughs> I am happy to say that I enjoyed it very, very much.
1: So, thank you so much, um, Justin. Such a pleasure. And you know, technology aside, I think you know this was a wonderful day to start. a uh, Wonderful way to start my day. Okay. So thank you so much for the great conversation, and I hope to meet you in person someday. <laughs> Likewise. Likewise. You take care. See ya. Bye.